All right, so Gasper, you, how did you, I want to know, how did you get Beto to come on our little show that we have here? Actually, Gletto is, a, is an amazing comedian, and what's unique about him, one of the things that's unique about him, uh, obviously he's an extremely unique individual. Um, <laughs> I've been laughing all morning, yeah, too. It's been great. <laughs> um, he's clean. He's he's a clean uh, and I don't mean like, like soap and water. I mean clean. <laughs> I mean clean. Uh, uh, he's a clean comedian. He doesn't have to use vulgarities and other things like that. Really he can appreciate still that. Still come across extremely funny with with great content. Uh, and uh, he actually performed at our church when we were starting to kind of start to break out of the, the the COVID thing a little bit. Okay, he came out and did a show for us. It was wonderful. It was a, a big blessing. So uh, I got to meet him there, uh, and our pastor knows him obviously. So I had a contact. Oh, that's, that's perfect. Where all that came from. Sweet. Nice. So, how much are you? That was a great intro. You know, like, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should record that. That's right. <laughs> so, Mark, in uh, um, in 2021, a National Association of Realtors survey on uh, buyer and seller generational trends found that when buyers were asked about the first steps that were taken during the home buying process, 43% of them researched information on local lifestyle and nightlife prior to making their decision. Oh, okay. okay. I'm making a connection now. Yeah, the same study found that 62% of all buyers were influenced by the location of a neighborhood by its convenience to entertainment and leisure activities. Okay. And so that's these are big numbers when the, when we start to look at uh, the actual numbers of buyers in one area. So is Cleto, is he leisure or entertainment? He could be both. Okay, he can be <laughs> both. All right, I just uh, All that means is I'm a funny yard man. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that means right there. <laughs> <laughs> I will help stack chairs at a parade. I just let me just tell you right now. <laughs> so, like over the last fifteen years that I've been in the business, taking listings, um, I've always used the convenience, the shopping centers, local entertainment uh, as marketing points yeah. for uh, the ads that we produce for our clients. So, like for example, if I'm selling a home in Alamo Ranch, uh, I may advertise this home as only minutes away from SeaWorld. It, it may work out okay, like good. that, and then of course we attract buyers that are looking for, you know, a property that's somewhere near the, the theme park. Um, but it's because of this interest that we have um, uh, invited our first guest today. And our first guest has toured all over the country, making people laugh. He's worked with George Lopez, uh, Fluffy, Gabriel Iglesias, uh, Wayne Brady, and even opened for the legendary B.B. King, God rest his soul. Oh, wow. uh, he's actively promoting his Amazon Prime comedy special, uh, he's been look, uh, booking and promoting his very own Cleto Rodriguez comedy and live event stage. And he provides digital content for La Prensa. Yeah. Right. Very good. So everyone, welcome to the show. Please, Mr. Cleto Rodriguez. Oh, Yay. thank you very much. I appreciate awesome. it. I'm going to throw in some canned audience stuff there. Yeah, that'd be out. perfect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The more the I merrier. Mean, I can do that. I can you totally can do, do that. that. I love it. Yeah, the more the merrier. <laughs> so Cleto, tell us, uh, uh, how did you get uh, what made you want to get started in stand-up comedy? Well, I knew mariachi school was not going to work out. <laughs> right. And uh, I wasn't big enough is what they said. <laughs> no, actually, I, uh, I, I, I realized that um, uh, I wanted to be an entertainer. I just couldn't sing or dance. And the one thing I was really good at was making people laugh. And, I mean, I would be – and it all started being the center of attention at family get-togethers. Yeah. I mean, I was just – they, it got to the point where family would just invite me over just to make them laugh. It wasn't even like they wanted me there. They just wanted entertainment. Is that when you started free. charging? Yeah. Well, no, I didn't even. I, I was. I wasn't even a comedian at the time. I was just like, all right, yeah. Let me. I started talking about people in the audience. I mean, in my in my house, and 
making fun of my brother, my sister, my aunts and uncles, everybody, and just kind of stuck. And then one day, the uh, Latino Laugh Festival, about 25 years ago, came into town, and my they had a, a thing in the paper saying, if you'd like to try out, you know, be an open micer or come give it a shot or whatever. My aunt and uncle, who were big supporters of mine, uh, said you should go down and try it. And I and I and I said, nah, I'm just that's just not me, whatever. But I wind up going down there just to see what it was about, and I made it a goal of mine to be on the next year. And uh, wind up getting uh, did my first open mic, invited my whole family, friends, everybody was packed house in this little lobby in front of the old uh, River Center Comedy Club downtown. And uh, the manager, of course, loved it because I had a lot of people drinking. And uh, <laughs> so they wind up, uh, next thing you know, I made them laugh. And then I got bit by that laugh bug. And uh, next thing you know, it, the next week, I, w- I didn't tell anybody. And I was there at the open mic with just a couple from Rhode Island waiting to get their ticket stamp for the parking. <laughs> and then another couple from Green Bay, Wisconsin, that was trying to wait for their movie to start across the ha- little hallway. And I'm like, and none of them knew what a Mexican wedding was. And it was like, <laughs> so all of a sudden, I be- it became a challenge for me to, and now mind you, when I first started, I was filthy, I was dirty, I was raised with Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor, and I said, oh, okay, yes. this is what I wanna do, yeah. you know? And um, sure enough, uh, I wind up uh, bombing so bad that I became a student and I, I studied every comedian I could. And uh, I mean, from Chaplin to mm-hmm. John Stewart, you name it, I just would study every one of them. And the whole thing about being a comedian is finding your voice, finding your, you know, what's going to sep- separate you from everyone else. You know, you have your, your Carlins, you have, you know, uh, everybody else doing their thing and, and uh, Cosby and so on. And then, then I met my wife who was a, <laughs> Beautiful Christian woman, and uh, she wasn't having any of that dirty stuff. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and my whole life changed after that. I remember I quit comedy for like about six months, and I didn't know what else I was going to do. And I was, you know, getting myself right with God, if you will. And uh, sure enough, my wife goes, you need to go back into comedy, but do it clean. And I said, oh, that's all you had to tell me. Became a student again. Now I'm following more like Sinbad and Cosby and Bob Hope and all these, you know, legends of, uh, of stand-up doing it clean mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it just it just rolled off the tongue I got blessed left and right with different opportunities and and uh didn't you know I hadn't turned back well, it's, a lot of it's delivery right it's, it's all it's delivery and timing you yeah do it it's how I, you I, I found a little bit of a niche um you know probably in my I mean third third fourth year in stand-up I found you know I was looking at other comedians and then when me just being a clean comic but clean Latino comic is pretty much, you know, rare. I mean, when we had comics come from L.A. and and they would go up against, like, the Texas comics, and it was kind of interesting because they were all the same, yeah. talking about sex, drugs, and gangs. Over here in Texas comics, we're talking about unemployment. We're talking about family. We're talking about... Child support. We're talking about everything. <laughs> life lessons, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, we're all laughing when he said yeah. child support. Yeah, I mean, it's like yeah. we're talking about life lessons yeah. here, and and that's just what separated, you know. And then when I was just one of the cleaner ones, I mean, at the time, it was just who's this? Who's this guy? You know, what's a? He made me laugh, dude. I remember my biggest compliment was I did a. They had a Hispanic fair downtown by Sun Sensation, and it was packed, and I had all my comic friends go for me. And all of them were dirty, I ain't gonna lie. Oh. They were all dirty, and I was the only clean one. And I'm the headlining. So it's rough to be follow all that and yeah. then 
be clean because yeah. they're like, oh, what's this? Well, all the people who like clean comedy yeah. probably left. Oh, they, they would have probably gone by now, but they were fans of mine. So it was still packed. I, 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 I wind up doing it clean. And I remember going to my merch table and uh, this guy was so, so drunk. And he goes, hey, man, I've been waiting for you to say that word, eh? <laughs> I go, I go, well, did you laugh? <laughs> e, I almost beat in my pants. I go, then I did my job, sir. Then that was one of the best compliments. That one and uh, and at the comedy club, they used to have matinee shows at three. And it was all, all, all we had then was the Air Force people uh-huh. downtown with their families. And we're over there barking like, come on in, free, free comedy. Come on, we need an audience. And that's how we did it. And I remember this lady and she goes, look, <laughs> short lady, like I'm from New York. And uh, she had a raspy voice. And she pulls my shirt down. She goes, Thank you for being clean for me. Yes, <laughs> and that was the second best compliment yeah. I had. So, and that we just motivated really me to and let me know that there was an audience out there that was craving it and wanting yep. it. So that made me, you know, write more. Yep. So, Dude, what I, I love about his comedy though is it's not just clean; it's relatable. And that could yeah. be because I'm a local Latino boy myself. Yeah. But it's just, it's funny because it's like, hey, I remember that growing up. Yeah, I, I remember doing a gig with uh, Carlos Mencia downtown. And he told me one time, he goes, you know, you're so likable. He goes, you'll probably get a special before I do. I'm like, okay, you just got off HBO. <laughs> you were on Tonight yeah, Show. Yeah. And I just got off of, uh, 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 what was it, uh, uh, the water well over there in the south side. <laughs> How do you figure? And he goes, no, because you're likable and you're clean. And he goes, trust me. He goes, I know what I'm saying. And then he goes, but one thing I'll tell you is just make everything relatable. And that's, what he, that's the one thing he told me. He goes, make everything. And I was like a sponge. I was taking everything from everybody. And I said, you know what? I'll, I'll keep that. And I started writing everything that could be relatable. But it wasn't that I just wanted to make Latinos laugh. I wanted to make everybody laugh. Yeah. I didn't want to. I, I did not. I wanted everybody just to jump in on the ride and just say, okay, let's hold on. Because it's going to be something interesting. So, and that, that's where, you know, I, I started doing more of my writing. But I was like a sponge, just soaking it all up. You know, you mentioned, uh, you know, like Eddie Murphy and, mm-hmm. and um, even like Bob Hope and so on. That's that's going way back. But, yes, they were the, the, the king yeah. of stand-up. Um, what, what was your greatest inspiration, though? Well, I'll tell you. I remember, I, speaking of Bob Hope, I got to meet him when wow. I worked at really? uh, I worked at La Mansion Hotel. Uh-huh. And uh, I was uh, working valet. And I was actually working two jobs at the time. And I was like, man. And I saw him. I was about to leave my ship, and he's walking out. He was already older, but mm-hmm. age, and I was like, "Mr. Hope, you have no idea. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm glad the Rodriguez." And he goes, uh, and he goes, "Great. I have no money." I'm like, "Whoa! <laughs> Come on I now!" Said, <laughs> I said, "No, I don't need a tip. I'm just uh, you. You. You just made my day just meeting you." And he was like, "Well, good. You want to walk for me? Because I don't want to walk." <laughs> he was just so cool, yeah. down to earth, and as far as like inspirations for me, I mean, uh, I mean. Again, it was Eddie Murphy and Pryor that I, I grew up watching. And then when I became uh, a clean comic, it was like Sinbad and Cosby and Bob Hope. And, and of course, Carlin was one of those that I watched mm-hmm. too when I first started. But I think for me, my favorite comedian that I just it, uh, enjoyed was Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, yeah. Oh, Rodney was that, that was it for me. Like, hey, get no respect. You know, <laughs> no respect. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my, my favorite goes, um, he said, uh, yeah, um, my house, 
My house is on fire. I heard my wife tell my kids, shh, you wake your dad. You know? <laughs> hey, hey, get no respect, you know? <laughs> I mean, I could, I watch him over and over and over, and I just could, I, I just, uh, and it's interesting because the comedy venue that I have now, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit, but it, it's it's an homage to Dangerfields, but it's just called Clethos. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's pretty cool, so, you know, it's kind of neat. Yeah, that's, and you know, um, in in doing that with with Rodney Dangerfield because he is actually my favorite. Yeah, I, I just I can't get enough uh, uh, of him. Uh, it's interesting, I, and that's even though he wasn't always the the cleanest. Uh, uh, oh at times, no, yeah, he, yeah. He I remember counting how many jokes he could not say <laughs> on the Tonight say. Show yeah. today. Yes. Uh, yeah, he he said one. He goes, Yeah, Johnny, I got a I got a big girlfriend. She's pretty fat, you know. <laughs> yeah, and she's so big. How big is she? <laughs> Her bathtub has stretch marks. You know what I mean? <laughs> no way you could say that today. No yeah. way. And, and I'm counting all of the ones he could not say. And I'm like, yeah, he'd, he'd be done. Yeah. He'd be done today. He would not even. And, and that's a, and that's the thing that um, I remember Seinfeld hearing him once tell everybody. I think he was at Columbia, if I'm not mistaken. But he had said to, they had booed him on a joke. And he goes, you know what, guys? This political correctness. You're gonna ruin comedy. <laughs> Just letting y'all know right now. Let you know. And sure enough, and that that got other. I mean, that also got comedians writing in a different way to where okay, not only is it gonna relate, but is it gonna be offensive? And that's. Yeah. I mean, for me, I didn't have to worry about it because I don't like to be offensive. Period. I mean, mm -hmm. I had one joke that I did, and it, and I I remember this girl. It was performing at Trinity University, and I I noticed she didn't laugh, and I said, you know, I noticed she did not laugh. And she goes, well, it wasn't funny. Well, first of all, when you tell a comedian it's not funny, okay, that's like you get defensive all of a sudden. You're like, hold on, this is my baby. I just worked yeah. all night on this joke. No, it was funny. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. funny. Yeah, it was you're like, really what's wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, no, everybody else laughed. <laughs> but, and then when I looked at the joke and I said, you know what? If you got offended by it, then I won't do it again. And I never did. Well, there's a lot of pushback going on right now, oh, yeah. too, from comedians. Bill Burr is somebody that, and he's, he's plenty dirty, but... He's Love pushing back really, yes. really well. Chappelle is too. Yeah. He's, he's so matter oh, yeah. of fact about it. Like you guys need yeah. to grow up, kind of a thing. You know what I mean? So it's he that's refreshing. Care either. No. I mean, him, and he's doing great. He's doing. He's doing fantastic. He's doing great. Chappelle, Rogan. Yeah, Chappelle I mean, too. All yeah. these guys. I mean, they're just. I love the fact that, uh, and I think for comedians, for to see them stick to their guns like that, yeah. you have. Uh, I, I think this day and age is. Just a little bit too sensitive, you know. I think it's. Uh, I understand, you know, totally off, you know, offensive to where I get it. You know, I understand, but at the same time, it's like it's just a joke. Right. It's just, it's just. It's not like, hate. It's not right? hate. We're yeah, not yeah, hating yeah, on yeah, a group. I, I mean, there's person. a big difference between the yeah. hate comedy and then not. You know, I mean, there's some guy going off. I'm like, okay, wait a minute, hold on. Now that's just over exactly. the top. And but for me, it's like I've just never, you know, cared to do it. If I know I've offended somebody, I just won't do it. That's just me. Well, and I think that's a minority of, of people that are yeah. really offended in that, that way. It's just they're very loud. They're a loud minority, you know. Uh, but <laughs> most people get it and understand, and, and uh, um, at least everyone I know actually yeah. gets it and understands it. Says, that was a joke. Relax. Those types of situations are more yeah, commonplace Because you know, I find. Before, back in the day, you never did this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So, All right, so. <laughs> you know, here's this joke, and I was like, <laughs> Two drunks walking a bar. Okay, yeah. all right, making sure. So, but yeah. So, what's what's on the on the horizon next for you? What do you got coming up? 
Well, I'm actually, I just started a, uh, my buddy, a uh, friend of mine, she had been approaching me about doing a radio show on the internet and so on with podcasts taking off the way they are. Everyone has one. And I'm, you know, that was another thing that I'd wanted to do, but I'm just, uh, trying to, you know, I want to expand more on my material. I'm writing another special, uh, you know, I wanted to call it Clepho straight out of ICU, but uh, I thought that was a little <laughs> insensitive. <laughs> yeah, so I said, yeah. But I just thought that was uh, really yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's uh, a gauge for you. I mean, everybody that knows the town will know exactly what I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, you know, that's just something I said, no, nah, I'll just go with Clepho dinner and a show. So, uh, but I yeah. I can see you with the mask on, like oh. for the photo. You have no idea what I wanted. <laughs> You have no idea what I wanted for the cover. It was just, it would have got me so banned. Yeah. It was like this guy, you know. <laughs> I would never buy a house from him. Anyway, uh <laughs> But yeah, it's just it's just one of those um for me it, I I I really want and eventually I'll probably um I'm in the process of writing my own sitcom. Wow. But I want to um go back to the live audience. Yeah, you know, that to me is that energy, the hybrid. And it is great. It works for modern family and everybody. But I need that audience. Yeah. I need that. I mean, to me, that's always been a dream of mine. And I want to make, see, you know, make that happen. Lord willing, that'll happen. But uh, just trying to, you know, someone asked me, goes, my wife, oh, it was my wife. She goes, uh, you plan on getting a lot of writers. Uh, they're all in my head. <laughs> all the writers are in my head. I yeah. mean, it's just uh, there's some folks that can write the premise, but mm -hmm. when you're, and I got a dad, I got a dad that's just old school. I mean, he's, speaking of no filters, I mean, he is, uh, he's like, you remember Archie Bunker? Oh, yeah. He's the Mexican one. <laughs> he has no filter whatsoever. <laughs> and he is just his way or the highway, that kind of thing. And when I worked with the news, um, he, <laughs> he knew what time I got home. And early that morning, I said to my, it was a shout out to my father-in-law, it was his birthday. I said, I just want to give a shout out to my father-in-law. Dad, hey, birthday, I'll see you later. It's all I said on TV. My dad, I got home. He's guess who's leaning on the fence? My dad. I go, hey, Dad, how you doing? Hey, Mick, how you doing? You doing all right? I go, yeah, I'm doing great. You sick or what? No, I'm all right. Why? Oh, you gave me a chat out. No, you gave me a chat out. I gave you a what? I gave me a chat out. No, oh. I, gave a chat out. <laughs> I go, a first of all, I didn't give a chat out. I gave a shout out. <laughs> Second of all, that wasn't for you. It was for my father-in-law. Oh, I'm sorry you said my dad. I don't remember oh, your dad. Wow. I don't remember your dad giving you money for prom. Oh. I was like, wow. I was like, let it go, Frozen. Let it go. My dad's all bitters in 281 over here, this guy. <laughs> Man. Well, tell us, uh, how do people reach you? And uh, uh, you know, well, I have, I have a website. I have a website, clitorias.com. Uh, it's been, uh, you know, kind of you get a hold of me that way. Find out when I'm performing next, touring all over the place. I just got back from... Uh, Getting out, and the phone starting to ring again to perform. I just got back from uh, Alabama two weeks ago, and then Kentucky last week. So I'm I'm glad to be getting out there again. So yeah, you can reach me on the website. Uh, also, you can go to my comedy venue at Las Chiladas, uh, 2387 Northwest Military Highway. Uh, it's dinner and a show concept. We got all kinds of entertainment. You know, we have uh, tribute performers like to Elvis, Selena, and everything. And then uh, also. We have, uh, you know, folklorico dancing to comedians, you know. So it's kind of a neat thing. So if you guys get a chance, come on by. We will, man. Yeah, Great. Fun. Thank you so much for being here with us. You got it. No problem. Thanks for having me.